Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I'm Nicole, an equine assisted empowerment coach for creatives. Along with my horses, I am here to guide you to a more empowered and authentic creative life. Each week, I will dive into industry and inner work topics and offer tools and resources, including some horse wisdom and or share an interview with a fellow creative about their personal journey. If you are ready to begin living your creative purpose and a life of more joy and meaning, then this is the show for you. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me. Uh, I am recording this Clarity series, which uh, this is part two. Uh, So if you missed part one, make sure you go back an episode and listen to that first. And even two episodes, I did a little bit of an introduction. Um, I'm recording these all at once, so I am just going to dive right in so you guys can keep going. And last week we talked about finding the dots of our past uh, and getting some clarity around what it was we loved about those past events or activities or experiences. This week we're going to look at finding clarity around your present life. So looking at what you're doing now and you know how it might tie back or not to your discoveries about the past. Uh, and what it means to you to have or have not, or not have that in your life. So uh, if you are journaling this, or if you're doing a vision board, or if you're doing a journal, um, then make sure that after you listen to this, or while you're listening to it, depending on your uh, when you're listening, um, that you go in and, and do the same thing. Uh, with this present day discoveries that you did with your past so that you can get it out of your head and out of your heart and onto paper where you can see everything. And uh, the first thing we're going to do is kind of look at a day in the life of you. And I would probably pick a work day. Um, If you're working regularly um, or even if you're uh, con, you know, work contract basis or freelance, um, or if you're an entrepreneur, if you're working in corporate life, whatever it is, pick an average day, um, perhaps even your one of your busier days, and look at all of the elements that make up that day. So I would love it if you would actually go through and record an entire day, uh, literally minute by minute. Of everything that you do in that day. Um, I call it like kind of a time uh, time map. And it'll really give you some insight into what you spend your time doing. And yes, I am even talking about recording, uh, writing down uh, how long you spend on social and which apps you spend it on, uh, because there is information in that. And um, the any times that you take a nap or you're watching Netflix or any of that, I'd love for you to just go in and record a day in the life of you. And, uh, you know, if recording a whole day feels heavy to you, even if you record just a couple hours, um, basically what we're looking for is what it is that 
you're spending your time doing and how it makes you feel when you do it. So if you're spending, you know, eight hours of your day on the job, uh, you're also going to break down the minute by minute, uh, hour by hour, uh, the aspects of that job. So, um, you know, as a designer, uh, universal, I might've spent a certain number of minutes doing, um, you know, drafting in AutoCAD, a certain number of minutes, uh, visualizing, um, you know, doing some concept sketches, a certain number of minutes, like placing, um, you know, measuring out a cue line. So there's just, um, whatever the, the factors are that make up your job, whatever it is, um, make sure to write it down because then what we're going to do is look at what are the aspects of your job that you enjoy and what are the aspects of your job that you really hate doing and then looking at the aspects of your life outside of work uh, whatever your downtime looks like uh, even if it's just watching Netflix or just scrolling social and what the aspects of that are that you both love and hate. And so I think the easiest thing to do is kind of have a little list for your work life and then a list for your downtime life. And listing out the things that you enjoy most during those times and then having a list for the things that you really can't stand. Uh, So, like, for example... I really loved doing concept drawings. I think most creatives love getting user imagination and visualizing that. Um, But there were people I knew that actually did not like that. They actually preferred to do AutoCAD. So their AutoCAD time might rank higher on their list than maybe mine did. I didn't mind AutoCAD. I thought it was fine. But um, it was, you know, (laughs) certain times I... Did not want to be just drafting. I wanted to be creative. So um, I like things a little more organic and be able to work um, in kind of a more freeform way or whatever tools that might best suit me. Um, And someone else just might really love being extremely technical and needing to know all of the uh, exact, you know, placements of, uh, you know, junction boxes and just whatever. Um, so we all have different things that we love and different things that we don't like doing. And what we're looking for again is patterns, you know, what comes up, like maybe, uh, maybe your job is actually, uh, working outdoors doing something. Maybe you're, um, maybe you're a landscape designer and you actually get to go out and work in, um, work on location a lot, um, planning out, uh, you know, beautiful gardens or, or whatnot. And one of your favorite things to do as a child was to go out, be in the flowers, dig in the dirt, um, you know, garden with your grandmother, whatever it was. Um, and again, you'll be able to pull up some of those patterns, but you might also find that there's some things about that job that you really can't stand. Maybe you don't love working, uh, on a client to client basis, And uh, maybe your job 
has nothing to do with anything you did in the past. And that's going to inform you as well, because you're going to see what you are missing from your past that used to bring you joy that is not included in your daily life. So maybe you loved to go camping. Uh, Maybe you loved to just take vacations and go to different places. And now your weekends and your days are just filled with, you know, binge watching Schitt's Creek, which I mean, is never a bad thing. But, uh, you know, there might be a gap in there in your life, in your lifestyle, that you're kind of filling with a false sense of pleasure or happiness when you really are seeking something that brings you more joy and uh, peace and presence. And you've forgotten because you've been living, you know, paycheck to paycheck, or you're just struggling to make it to the next day, or you're just doing what you can right now because circumstances have you weighed down. I mean, we all have things that we're dealing with now, and especially uh, with last year, the way with COVID, with everything, that it's really easy for us to forget that we have needs that come in the form of joy and laughter and love. And, you know, we've all kind of gone into like, you know, like horses going to fight or flight mode. And we've all kind of, a lot of us have gone into that because we're just trying to make it right now. And this is a good time to reevaluate, you know, what has been missing. And it could have been missing for years beyond, beyond COVID. And it might be something that's just coming to surface. I think a lot of things have come to surface over the last year. Uh, of, you know, for our well-being, for our mental health, for our physical health. A lot of things have been brought to light. And this is the time now to evaluate that in comparison to the things that you used to love doing and looking at where you are now. So once you record your day, we'll call that step one. Um, I probably should be better at like giving you numbers. I know there's I I used to be a very, like, I need a list. Give me a list. I love lists. <laughs> Checklists. So I check it off. Um, but it's okay if this is a little organic. And you just, you can twist this however you need to to get the information you need. But we'll say step one is recording a day in your life, or at least a few hours of your life, both your work life and your downtime life, and pulling out um, the things that you love doing and the things that you really hate doing. So part two is going to be uh, making a list of the things you love and hate at work and the things that you love and hate uh, in your uh, daily downtime life. And then what we're going to do is we're going to look at the things that you love, kind of like we did when you were uh, looking at your past connect the dots and see what's there and what's missing. You know, see what the patterns are as they relate to your past. See what's missing as they relate to your past. And when you're looking at the things that you hate, you know, we kind of want to think about like, what are your options there? If you hate doing certain tasks at your job, are you in the position to get help with that, to delegate that, to outsource that? You know, what are your options? 
think a lot of times that we take on so much of the things that we hate because we're trying to save money, trying to save time, but in the end it ends up costing more or taking more of our time when we really could have just outsourced something and been done with it. Um, a lot of that falls under not wanting to ask for help or having a pride issue of we have to do this ourselves. Why can't I do this myself? And we got to cut ourselves some slack. You know, everyone has their own gifts and their own things that come easier for a reason because we're meant to work together and we're meant to collaborate. And the goal here is to eliminate as much of that stuff that you hate because it's constantly stealing joy from your life. So we want to look at how much we can eliminate to um, be able to distribute that time toward things that you love. And then we want to look at things that you love and see how we can get more of it in your life. And if there's not a whole lot, then we want to see what we can add. And if we don't know what to add, that's where we look to the clues from our past. And we're going to incorporate some of those things that we've lost and, and incorporate some of the things that we've been also wanting to do. So like I said in the first uh, part of the series, if there are things that you, you know, if there's not enough things that you've really loved doing in your past, um, and you've started, you know, looking at some things you might want to try, then this would be an opportunity to add another. So the whole goal here is experimentation to find the joy that it, that's going to fill your life, that's going to fill up your cup, that's going to light you up, that is going to put you in an emotional and mental um, and even physical place of feeling happier and lighter and getting rid of some of the stuff that weighs you down. So when you're looking at this on paper, what comes up for you might be a little heavy. I know for me when I was doing this, this is when I started to realize that I wanted to be out in nature. I didn't want to be in a cubicle. I didn't want to be staring at a computer screen. These were all things that when I was younger that I said I never wanted to do. So even though I had an amazing creative job, um, you know, I was still creating for other people and I knew I wanted to create for myself. I wanted to create experiences that I came up with. I wanted to be outside. I wanted to be in the fresh air and surrounded by animals and, you know, mother nature. And what I would ask you to do is ask little you, what would little you think of what you're doing now? You know, would he or she be proud? You know, would you be um, excited? Would you be bored out of your mind? Would you be upset? Would you be like confused? Like, why on earth are you doing what you're doing if you're this miserable? And, you know, little you has a lot of insight into what you need to be doing. So whatever little you um, is saying to you, it's important to listen and it's important to not take it lightly, to not look 
you know, it's easy to listen to a child sometimes and be like, well, they have a, a young point of view. I can't tell you how much I have learned from my three, almost four-year-old. Like, <laughs> she is so wise and so in tune with what she wants. She knows what she wants. She knows what she needs. She knows what she loves. And uh, it's easy for us to dismiss things as, oh, you know, she's a kid. But when we think back and we think about ourselves and how we felt in that moment, and we look at how much joy we had in that moment, and we look at how much, you know, we felt um, maybe betrayed or um, angry because of people, adults, you know, not listening and not understanding why we needed certain things or why we wanted certain things. And this is your time now to look at that younger you and acknowledge that those things that brought you joy have validity. They had importance. They have meaning. And it's not just tied to just you being happy. It's tied to your overall calling. It's tied to your purpose. It's tied to what you should be doing. You know, that's younger you is when you had the clearest vision. And so present you has to be able to tap into that and to acknowledge that that those things are still needed in your life. Even if they come to you in a different form, even if you find a new hobby, even if you find a new career, if you find a that you have to go under a completely transformative lifestyle change like I have done, going from a corporate design job to buying a farm that we're renovating and buying horses. I mean, whatever you have to do, to get yourself in in a life that is filled with more joy and meaning, that is what you want to do. Because no one around you is going to be happy. No one around you is going to progress with you if you yourself are miserable and stagnant. So I'm going to leave that there uh, because this is going to give you a lot. Just recording your day is going to feel heavy. So again, if that's too much, just start with a couple hours and then start with your list of what you love and hate in your work life, in your daily uh, downtime. And then, you know, seeing what you can eliminate and what you can add more of uh, to bring more uh, joy and laughter and lightness and love to your life. And uh, join me back here next week. We're going to talk about finding clarity for our future. And we're going to look at tying together the past, the present, and moving forward to the future. So join me back here, and I hope you have a great rest of the week. Keep creating, keep bringing your unique light to the world, and I will uh, hope to uh, share more with you next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for joining me on the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I hope you found this inspiring and motivating, and if so, please share with your friends or anyone that you think would enjoy this content. If you'd like to get to know me more, you can visit NicoleRomeroCreative.com, find me on Instagram at NicoleRomeroCreative, or you can join me and your creative peers over in the Creative Catalyst community on Facebook. That is a very engaged group, and we would love to have you and you can share your ideas, join in on inspiration and topics, and let me know anything that you want to hear in this podcast or ask any questions that this content may have brought up for you. 
So until next time, thank you so much for joining us. And remember, creativity matters and your particular brand of creativity matters. So keep lighting up the world with what makes you you. 